We live, we live, we live. Let me turn off the ratchetry. I love the ratchetry. I love the ratchetry. <clears throat> reporting live, reporting live. Check. From mom's living room, living room, living room. <laughs> I gotta keep it real, gotta keep it true. The mic still smells like soot. Sooty? We have survived. A little bit. We have survived. We here, y'all boys. So I know everybody probably already know about the fire that happened with me and my fam. There's no better way that I want to come back and do a podcast than with my queen, my partner in crime. She back on the mic. I'm here, y'all boys. It was a challenge, but I'm here. Look at her. Look how beautiful she looking. Let's get a round of applause right quick. Round of applause. Sprinkles. Effects. <laughs> nah, bro. I'm happy to be here, though. It's been a while. Okay, Mike. This is the first time we on YouTube. So, hi, YouTube. <laughs> this is She So Haitian. Gee, YouTube. I, YouTube is, like, slowly growing on me. From watching him watch YouTube, like, I'd be like, why this man be on YouTube all day? Because there's some weird stuff on there, but. I love YouTube. It's growing on me. Um, But. Uh, yeah, this is the Pyramids Podcast, episode three. Boom, 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 boom. Gunshots. So we here right now trying to get an episode in for y'all. I couldn't come back to the podcast after what happened um, and not do it with Shauna. So I've been having on a guest, everybody that know my life. Uh, so I've been sharing my life with Shauna for the past six years. Yeah. And... um. Yeah, there's. I don't think there's nobody that know me right now better than she does. So, gee, people already know I'm with my nigga. Like I'm with him and I'm with my babies. Don't invite me nowhere if I can't bring them. That's just how it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So basically, we just want to like bounce back from the situation, the fire, and do it with grace and let everybody know that. Hey, you get hit by something in life, God could throw an obstacle in your way, and you got to know how to bounce back. How so, like, unexpected, like, not part of life? Yes. That's exactly how I felt, like. It's never it's never something that anybody want to go through, um, losing everything. It's like, yeah. it was significant to death to me, like, knowing that I couldn't go back home, it was hard. Basically, your home did die. Like, I never, ever really lost anybody close to me. Like, in my family. So, like, this felt like the first uh, loss I ever had. Like, not compare, you know, you know, material things to a human life, but, like, that's the closest I can compare it to. Yeah, it was tough. So, um, we back now. Uh, just like America seemed to be back from the pandemic. Jeez. Things are starting to open up again, what people saying, normalcy. We trying to find some normalcy in, in our, our life. life. It's crazy because it's like you're trying to find normalcy, but it's like everything is a constant change because it's not what it used to be, but it's like you're trying to move forward. And I think that's just in life. Like you said, you're going to get hit with a lot of different Are things. Are you optimistic? Do you think that the future is brighter or do you feel like it, the change is like very, very harsh? Like it's no, <clears throat> it's no normal coming out of what's I mean, next. at first glance, the change is hard, like with anything devastating, but... Um, hindsight is definitely bright and promising because 
it's no limits. Like, it's no cap on yeah. anything right now. You know, and I just thank God for that. So most importantly, I want to thank all everybody that gave and donated and helped us out Jeez. during our time of need. Like we got people who love us, like yeah. really, like care about us, our family, our kids. Like yeah, and it I just was big. I just want to say I appreciate all of y'all, and that sparked us to start our own, like try to start our own foundation and our own non for profit to give back to people displaced by fires because i've been seeing it recently like even at the our house fire we saw a couple people that got into mm-hmm. house fires and lost everything like us whether it was burned or smoke damage like and we know yeah. the american red cross they do help so i'm not gonna sit on my platform and lie and say they didn't help they yeah. gave out 500 dollars but Five hundred dollars is only two nights in a hotel, almost yeah. anywhere. So and yeah, I was about to say in Miami, but like you said, almost anywhere. So it's like the help when it came to them was limited, but the amount of people who came and poured into us, like people we never known, we never touched, we never shared a laugh with, like it's like heartwarming to see yeah. how much when you in need that people will actually help you. After living a life of thinking like, I don't know, I don't really know if people mess with me or not or you know. Nah, it was it was awesome to be able to receive the love that we've been pouring into our community and to people our whole life. And when we most needed that love, it was felt and people wrapped their arms around us and we just wanna do the same to strangers, like anybody who's displaced. Number one thing we wanna do is be able to provide a home for you guys immediately in the future, like it might not be one that you own, but it's going to simulate a home. Because when you lose your house, that's the first thing, like, you want to do. Because when we were in the hotel, we just, it felt so alien. Like, we're not on vacation. We is not on vacation right now. Shit is not sweet. It's super cramped. Like, it's like, it's a difference between going on vacation and dealing with a hotel and then being home and dealing with a hotel. Like, we, everything, everything that we do is still normal outside of we don't have a home. But we're in this cramped hotel room, you know? Gee, and I was, was, go ahead. Uh, no, I was gonna say that was the most uncomfortable part. Definitely, cause it's like I got stuff, but I don't got stuff. But yeah. I ain't got nowhere to put it. It's small. Like a hotel room is only but so big, you know. But yeah. it's just I I had already made up in my mind that I wasn't gonna let nothing stop me. So just. Like I said, it's all part of the story and like where we came from and where we're going. I think it all plays yeah, a part. I just want this podcast to shape what this journey been like. If y'all been listening to us since last year and years before that, but especially at the turn of the new year, I I told I told Sean I said, hey, don't think that twenty 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 one gonna be um, sweet. Sweet. Just because twenty twenty was hard. I but told it was gonna be harder than this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I and. Like, I didn't even know what that meant, but now I didn't I'm know like, what it meant. all I know is stuff happened. Sh- shit happened, yeah. basically, in life. And be able to have, you want to be able to have a parachute or some type of cushion to when something happened, because it's a harshness that comes in this world. Like, when you don't have, like I said, that hotel, like, that was a reality check. Like, we woke up the next day, we cried our eyes out, cried, cried it out, prayed it out. Gave yeah. it to God. 
just try to release that <clears> feeling <throat> of um holding on to the stuff that we had like it was nothing once we released Dang. it it was nothing but at the same time that comfort of like i said the first couple of days or, or probably the first week we want to try to provide somebody with a living space for them and their family mm-hmm. instead of being in a hotel a hotel is no place that that you want to be um after you displaced by yeah. a, a, a fire but we had an incident at the hotel too like hotel management like like all i'm gonna say psa if you don't like what you do you need to stop doing it don't apply for these people job get the job then now you're being rude to me on the job because it's like in my field of work i do not go on my job and just be nasty and rude to people like it's just certain ways you can deal with stuff and like customer service is real important and when it mattered the most it was not there yeah i basically asked for us to have a extended stay like to check out at that point we just needed a little bit of extra time to check out because we had gotten so many donations and things to the hotel that we didn't have enough time to put it in the car like not in one trip not yeah we needed other cars to come too so we asked for some time and the man basically told me that's none of his concern that we need to get out at a certain time and I was just like, people don't realize what situation that you're in at the time, but you got to let that go and give it to God with grace because you got to yeah. know that that person going to feel his mistakes and it ain't your responsibility to give him judgment because you're not God. I'm not God. Yeah, it's just, I'm like, God definitely know what he be doing because I don't be there none of the times, like. You any, never any, there with nobody messing with me. Y'all gotta come back and tell you like a little kid. Hey, they mess with me over here. Bro, I be hot. Now, I see why the mamas be hot. Like, bro, like, what? what's the problem? It can be something simple. And they're giving him a hard time about it. But on that particular Parking day. Parking spaces. Yeah, that particular day, like, he was really asking for it. And I said, you know what? Like, at that point, like, I didn't have any anger or nothing in my heart towards anybody. So, I'm like. You're going to get what's coming to you, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Because if I give you my energy, it's not going to be the best. Like, you don't even know what I've been through. So, I'm just glad, like, we're out of that situation. And where we're at right now, we just, as y'all can see, we're going to keep going no matter what, whether we have a home or not. Because to me, like, when they say home is where the heart is, yeah, I carry my home with me, like, uh, my family. That's what evolved during this process in this trial is... We realize that our home and our family is within us and our unit being together. Our home is not our place. It's not our dwelling place. That's where we keep our riches. That's where we keep our little stuff, but it's not mm. everything. Like It's where we are as a unit. So us and the kids or us and our family members, mm. our friends, whatever we're trying to well, we trying to lay our heads, basically, because our doors from now on going to be open to any of our family and our friends if they need somewhere to go. Um, when they're in trouble or they're in need. Like, I mean, not that it wasn't before, but, like, now we really see the importance no, of... No, now we see the importance of having the space to yeah. provide, like... Gee, because you, you never really know. You, you never, never really know. know. You might be that safe haven for somebody just like they might be it for you one day, so... Yeah. But we're going to keep the show going. We're going to keep it running, like, no matter what, because it's, like... 
we didn't get this far to quit. Like, I literally have people around me that will not let me quit. They will not let me slow down. They not going to let me, like, not do, no. They want to keep me on the same track, and I'm grateful for that. Like, I seen that with my own two eyes. That's the importance of the village, having... Yeah, but like I said, having the people that we poured our heart into, put our poured our love into, being able to give it back to us when we needed it, that was amazing. Yeah. But um, yeah, let we gonna get off of that topic because I know that's personal stuff that everybody wanted to check in on. But um, I wanted to get a temperature check on what's going on with you in the world. Like, how you feeling about what's going on in? society right now with them loosening up like restrictions on covid stuff we just came out of 2020 crazy so covid so deadly covid so crazy they stormed the capital so i already knew it all these mandates wasn't gonna last long like crackers i say okay you can say it this is the pyramids podcast let a let, let a cracker fly Crack, those crackers. They were never going. To, they never was gonna settle for or no. They want to do what they want to the point they was walking in establishments with panties over their heads. Like they don't like to be controlled like that. That's one thing I I do know. Like Karens, they don't want you to control them. They don't. The Toms, they don't want you to control them. They want to do what they want to do. So, um, I just feel like. It, it was going to come sooner or later. Me, personally, I felt like the six feet um, mandate, they can keep that. Because you should be six feet away from me anyways. Regardless, I don't right. want you that close. Now, these masks, if we six feet away, I don't need a mask. You're not in my personal space. If you're that scared, carry about all I saw. But it was going to come to this point sooner or later. Would I mean, did you think of anything else or no? I'm trying to figure out why wasn't everybody on one accord when it Chinese people were wearing their masks to the theme parks in all of the early two thousands. You know doing and, that, and we were sitting there making fun of them. I I specifically remember a meme of Chinese people with masks on holding a Disney balloon, and everybody's like, "Well, why they got on masks?" I'm like, "Ah, they y'all think they weird, but they y'all safe. asked them. They safe. Yeah, a lot of ignorance, a lot of ignorance in being American." A lot of ignorance here. Even still, we we so lost in them telling us what to do all the time that nobody has an opinion for themselves. Like, I was in the restaurant picking up some food, and mm-hmm. a guy just walked in there with no mask, and everybody went berserk. Like, ah. Oh. This is before they announced the mask could come off for the vaccinated. So I'm like, what's the difference between him coming in here doing this and y'all looking at it on the news? Gee. Y'all really trust? Like, at the end of the day, Y'all got to know y'all trust a lot. Y'all really trust the news over a person that walks the street with y'all every day. And that's insane. Mm. Like, the fear that came over them when this man was just speaking the truth. guess what? For a long time, the news been a source of where people get their information from. So, you've been trained to whatever you see on the news. That that That's what must be true out there. Like, okay, the weather... They're not going to lie about the weather, the news, like, whatever the case may be. Basically, we take that as a source of information. So, they're not going to really oppose the news. The first person to ever come out and really, really oppose the news was Donald Trump. When he started calling it fake news and they facts and stuff. And that got people to look at the news like, hmm, is everything they giving me really good or bad? Or is it just their opinion? You get me? I like, say, y'all got what y'all wanted. Y'all wanted the medicine with the sugar. 
Yeah, I wanted somebody with a mask on, like not an actual COVID mask, but a costume mask. Y'all wanted somebody to look good while they were telling y'all the false information instead of Trump just basically laying it out and then going about his business. Y'all didn't want that harshness, so now y'all got snakes in the White House. Y'all got people that do shit behind y'all backs. Do you trust this current presidential no. cabin? No, 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 no. I would rather America had kept Trump and kept going down, 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 because at the same time, it ain't like, I say this, it ain't like we getting any better, but we are fortifying evil. I say what Trump was doing was a lightly rocking this shit down to the floor. Biden because he is started like, with his little tactics, but like a lot of the stuff, like keeping the kids in concentration camps, like I don't think like stuff like that is right. That but. is not up to the president. <clears throat> There's agencies that do that. The mm-hmm. president is just a figurehead. Who y'all want to get mad at is the people that get paid to run those organizations. So go on y'all local government pages and y'all look up the CEOs or the the captains or whoever is over these little organizations for immigration. Like y'all love to get on the internet and attack people that don't have nothing to do with the situation. Especially right now, I'm gonna switch gears, but the Israel and Palestine situation. Mm. Everybody in America, I want y'all to shut the fuck up. It's very vague to us for us to say what's going on in another country. And then y'all on the internet telling everybody and putting it in the comments to support which country. Hey, how about support each other? How about care for each other and we won't worry about bombing nobody? Gee, like the fact that you showed me the Twitter page that was tweeting out rockets. That was Israel's actual page. This is the official page. The national page of Israel. Did Donald Trump open the door for like serious... Trump wouldn't um, be able to do some shit like serious that. Serious authorities. No, just off the fact of we went from having a president who only... he. I don't even think he tweeted for himself. I'm pretty sure somebody from the White House did it for him. Versus a president who we know had his phone, has it, had his fingers to his phone, tweeting out every night at 2 a.m. Yep. He changed the culture of how, how they were so serious and they only did mm-hmm. professional you stuff. Because when I seen that country tweet, it's those covert, rockets, right? it's like... We in a different time. We in a different time. Adapt. Move and adapt because we in a different time now. He said he coming back 2024, but at the end of the day. I don't care for the politics because I know the structure of it is keep the rich rich, keep the poor poor. There is not really a color on it, but if y'all want to get into the theatrics of it, they're going to play the color games. And then y'all going to be looking at each other versus looking at the system the system is what keep us killing each other the system is what keep us hating each other the system keep us from caring about each other the system keep it the dollar they first. make it hard they yeah. make it hard because <clears throat> i'm gonna go off into a little scientific corner but um on the yeah, maslow hierarchy all right y'all put y'all thinking cap put on y'all hotel hats on. yeah <laughs> put them things on on the Maslow hierarchy um, scale, at the bottom is basically your safety, like your basic needs that you need to stay alive: self, safety, shelter, water, food. Break but down at the, the psychological significance <clears throat> of the Maslow. That all that scale is saying <laughs> that there are some basic needs that needs to be met before we can move on to the top tier, yeah. a level and, which and is love and belonging. And that's natural thinking. Like if we was out in the wild, the natural. That's the natural. That's yeah. the natural right, that you so can get. Love and belonging is at the top now, meaning it's not it's not as important as your food, your water, and your safety. So 
look at how we grew up as African Americans here in America. If we never felt safe, they giving us the nastiest water. They pushing every every corner got to McDonald's, but it's hard to find real fruits and vegetables in the community. What's that? They compromising our safety, our food, and our water. So how can we ever move up the the ladder to ever get to love and belonging with yep. each other or whatever? When they making that, normal life living hard as hell. That's so why that caring. You mixing caring. It's not there. You mixing the natural caring for your neighbor. In with survival and it's fuck anybody and, else. Yes, I and I was just mine. about to say, what, what what is my what do my neighbor mean to me if I'm trying to you know struggle to get here and it just it don't mean nothing to you. It don't mean nothing, and basically, as a human being, your body is not able to process that um relationship functionally. Might I say, like you can try, but it won't be as functional because the the lower level ladders are not, not met. Being taken care They're of. They're not met. So y'all should go just type it that in into Google and you'll see, um, you'll see the scale that I'm talking about. And basically maybe you'll be able to interpret what that means like in our life today too. Yeah. I feel the same way. I, um, I try with my community. I try to fill out like my peers and see where they at, like what they trying to do for each other or all of us. And it's rare that I find anybody that says they want to do something for all of us. A lot of times it's about what I can do for mine right now. And I take care of everybody else once I'm taken care of. Which that's not the way that God works. God says use your life as a service. You gotta use your life as a service and you'll be blessed that way. Because like this mentality of oh me and mine. Like as long as me and mine straight. Yeah. Where did that come from? Or where do you feel like that came from? Like. Um, that came from slaves looking at the the master take care of his, mm-hmm. and everybody else gotta fucking be a slave, nigga. Like, it was no like it was as soon as you get a chance to be secure in the system, it's all a system. It's all a system coming from where we started at. What did we see? Look back at your ancestors. What did we see? We seen somebody in a dominant position, and we seen that others needed opportunity. It was just survival or. or survive or die like nigga, you're gonna do whatever you got to do to take care of what you need to take care of we didn't even have a time a chance to get to be cousins with people for real like if y'all see how the family structure is right now in the black community bro we barely can keep like, like it's getting broken down yeah. and down and down like you supposed to be tight with your first cousin you supposed to know your cousins Pete, like peep plantation they come take your cousin and sell that nigga Gee. You got to cut ties. We easy to cut ties with our family because of Gee. the system. And I don't know why because it's like family is so important. Growing up, I didn't have this perfect um, TV show family all stitched together perfect. No. But when I grew up, I knew what I wanted. Like, I want to have a whole family. I want to be able to function in my family. Not saying everything going to be all peaches and cream, but I didn't grow up with it. But that don't give me a right to stay stuck in that cycle. That yeah. actually gives me a right to want more for myself and more for the people that, coming after me. That brokenness that I didn't have growing up, it was like, this is my life right now with my fiance and my kids. This was something that was put into fruition. Like, this stuff that my grandma put into me in a house full of women. Like, without my grandma instilling what a man was in a house full of women, I would have grew up weak. Yeah. And I would have never been able to lead them and then in turn lead us and be that's, our head. That's what's happening out so. here, like the sons are not being raised in the households, and 
And like we always say, like Mother's Day just passed, but just as much as a child needs their mother, they need their father. So if the fathers are growing up in these households where they're the only male, and if there's nobody really there to direct them, you just a ball of energy. You yeah. can you can turn into anything, mm-hmm. and that's not helping. My grandma only knew what a man was because of her dad and her brothers. And but she had those she male had fi- those. figures there, and nobody knew. But I understood, and now we understood. Now with her telling me, like when I'm at this age, she like I got a lot of my great grandfather in me. How do I do that? That's because my grandma passed down the information and the knowledge that she had just put it right into me and now i'm in the position where i can tell my sons and mm-hmm. we keep the 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 energy going and the and nobody nobody being vain that way and right now everybody not thinking about they're not thinking about anybody other than themselves everybody thinking about what they can do right now for the fields right now mm-hmm. but you gotta think generational you gotta think Gee, about because nothing nothing is more important than these kids and if nobody raising them you know what who are we letting raise our kids? You know, is it the TV? Is it the radio? Is, is it, it the, the music? And nowadays, that goes back to what I was telling you about making a living for yourself and not being able to survive. Yeah, I trust the teachers, but how can I trust the teachers when y'all not paying the teachers enough? The teachers got to come out their pocket. They stress. Um, they forcing teachers to come back to school even if they have medical. Like, yeah. if we just in a different time right now. How can we trust the teachers if the teachers are not getting taken That's care what I'm of a temperature with, with our kids? Temperature check. What America pride itself on besides educational the educational system? And what, like, I'm just saying, like, commercial-wise, fast food, movies, entertainment, right? Yeah, like, the, the best of the best of life. All right, peep. The last couple times that we're not even supposed to eat fast food, but being displaced, we don't have a kitchen to cook at. Like, we just go and get fast food. Last couple times we've been to fast food, we've noticed, hey, at night, nobody want to work those shifts. Right. Nobody want to work, period. Well, nobody want to work, period, right now in this economy because of the stuff that was going down at the last year of the Trump administration, like the payouts and the bailouts and just basically taking mm-hmm. care of the people that need to get taken care of at such a long time of working, you know? like So some people, first time was 2020 getting a, a little alleviation a little time to figure out hey life is not all about going to this job every day to get my money i can figure this out on my own my yeah. value will come from me yeah. living exactly like, and if you never have the time or the space to even sit and think about that it's a lot of people who just go through the cycle every day every they day. just move in sooner or later you just a lot of people they feel something wrong but they don't know what's wrong you stuck in a dead zone cycle like a dead end cycle yeah, that you day. don't even realize you living because you just stuck in it and then that's the that's the trick they want you to be born work stimulate put your life literally your life blood into this economy and by the time you look up at 60 years old or 50 years old half your life working you working or you trying to retire for a 401k but really think about it how many of our moms sat back and told us growing up, like, hey, you can do whatever you want to do. Figure out what you want to do, and I'm behind you, and we're going to do this. And what, what it was growing up, what insurance. you heard. Nobody gave us that insurance. What Go to heard. school. Go to school. Put your lifeblood in this economy. Get your job. You need to be able to be, do this. Yeah. Like, you know, we were never, I don't feel like as African Americans, we were able, 
ever taught down that lane. Now, some people, like I said, they made means for themselves. They branched off. They yeah. taught their kids better. This is not for everybody, but for the majority, we're taught to be workers from going to school every day, then it transition to going to work every day. Now your life is just you helping somebody else make money. Yeah, and that's the number one thing I probably want to teach people, and that I see right now is going on in society is people figuring it out and figuring out that your yeah, life does not your life does not revolve around somebody paying you anything for your time. Mm-hmm. It's on you giving your time to the people, giving your time to God, and God will provide the life that you want. It's not a preaching platform. It's simply figuring it out. Like it's simply real life. To be honest, these are like practical yeah. principles that we see in life. Like this is not without manifestation station like we've either been through it heard it or seen it like you could pay seven hundred dollars to get a seminar somebody tell you about self-confidence but the root of all of your confidence if it's not in here you still gonna be that same you you still gonna be wondering why you pray and you get armed up to go outside you pray you get armed up to have conversations and you talk to people and you'll see that every time that we prayed and we went into situations and we wanted we made Mm -hmm. sure that we were armed up what Mm -hmm. happened Gee, and it's something Come really on. called the armor of God. Yeah. Like, look that thing up because at the end of the day, we wondering why we going out, we losing these battles. It's because you fighting in the wrong form. The battle is not with flesh. Like, it's in the spiritual. spiritual and a world. lot of us, we really not tapped into the spiritual. Like, people can hear this talk and hear it and be like, oh, oh, they so spiritual. They this, they that, and back off. But really, that's where you need to be coming on to because yeah. that's what the real fight is you want to see some change you want to see um stuff move for you and stuff move out the way to your command that's where you gotta basically step into your and, authority and that's what we're going into in these um in these next couple years or months with like i said the temperature out here it's hot. Mm-hmm. like look they took away what they they took away from y'all which y'all thought was y'all freedom and y'all rights to do certain things mm-hmm. and move a certain way and y'all did it. Y'all obeyed it. And now they telling you it's okay to go back. But on one stipulation, you need to take our experiments, experimental shot, our experimental vaccine. Thank you for that word. I needed that one. Why would you bargain on your God-given right. freedom and rights? G-N-D- You're giving it away to a I person. Said. To they man. They stormed the Capitol. They was not having that shit. Now, we're here now. This was going to happen anyways. And there's still a lot of them that's still in that same fight. Like, no, you're not going to poke me for me to breathe. You're not going you're not gonna to do this. Y'all, y'all are just going to let me go and live my life. Right. Like, that's what most of them are. So, I can't really say I'm mad at them for that because it's like, hmm, I'm on that shit too. Just give me my, give me my um, six feet. America, the United States of America, uh, most of Europe. All of these white caucus civilizations were bo- are born on rebellion, born on war. So to hmm. see them do their natural thing of storming the capital, yeah, there was casualties, but what you expect? <laughs> they expected that. They did. Bruh, <laughs> all that showed me was, like, and that was a while. Like, watching that thing go down. Actually, I was in school all day that day. I came home to that news that night. So for me to see it all unfold from, like, this five six hour time frame and me just seeing it in fast motion because they got new clips coming out I'm no like, i watched it oh, live baby my goodness i'm like these people is standing up for their rights and f what anybody got to say because that's their natural god-given right more than what anybody else ever done 
Because if you're going to complain, all the complaint is a complaint. What you going to do about it? They thought that their rights were going to be ripped away. <laughs> the right of the White Panther has been stripped away. The accents in Black Panther were... They shot old girl in the neck. They, they, oh, yeah, I forgot that happened. They called her a war hero. I'm just Who like her a war hero? The, um, the people. The, the, the QAnon to me? Yeah. QAnon. Antifa. So is QAnon and Antifa the same people? Don't ask me, nigga. I just know. <laughs> they say um, they say a white person has the uh, Black Lives Matter Foundation. That's their symbol. No, it ain't. That is. Peace, peace, my brother. Black power. Um, but um yeah. So I had coming off of working and shit, like I said, it's been the economy has been horrible, so expect the this is the wrap up. Expect the worst customer service from the shitty paying places. Do not, I repeat, <clears throat> do not go to any restaurants that are low paying and cheap and pay their employees Yo. cheap if y'all are expecting good customer service. At that point you need to just put a helmet on, a fucking uh bulletproof vest and, <laughs> and get ready to eat your food and get your fork and eat and shit like <laughs> No, but seriously the customer service is below horrible. Like it's not even a word for that right now. These people don't want to work and if they gonna work no, they it ain't probably... the people that no, you getting it wrong. What? It the people don't want to work but the people that do want to work are the lowest of the low right now. Like no, and I'm te- I'm here to tell you, even those people don't want to work. The people going to work right now, <laughs> I actually don't know what type of people they are. That's why we get in the service we right. get. This you a, never know what you're gonna get. This is this is transitioning to my other topic. Work like we talking about working the people that want to work. So I had this exchange on Twitter that made me mm-hmm. feel bad, but at what? the same time, I want to get the people and I want to get the audience in. Sean, a reaction to like, I'm just trying to make sure I'm not being green about it. <clears throat> but every time I go to Home Depot, which I went to Home Depot today before the recording of this podcast, there's always guys, older guys in their 30s in the parking lot, like just fraternizing. And I know growing up, history is they do work for the mm-hmm. low in the parking lot. Like mm-hmm. you can go and pick them up and they do work with their crew or they sell. A nigga do tiles, a nigga do windows, whatever. So, I know that for sure, and I know they. I know the reason why they do it, because they fell either felons or immigrants. So that's justified. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But isn't there better ways of getting employment of or working than going into a parking lot of a place that sells hardware? But why if that works for you? you Does it work? You don't know what these people work schedule like. Let's just say they parking lot pimping, and they just, <laughs> and they got a job yesterday. You know, put some spice on their parking lot. Gee, because <laughs> respect the people hustle. However, you get it. It's a million ways to get it. Choose one. Choose they one. in the parking lot. So now, let's just say they got a job earlier this week, and they just need one more job, and they done made what two bands or a band for the week or. 600 500 for the week that's more than mcdonald's wendy's gonna give them that's more than any of these low-paying jobs that's gonna take them in i get that in better ways or it probably is. they don't want to be attached to nobody's job they don't, don't got the license in if i'm an immigrant and sh- i'm not just gonna go get- i ain't trying to they was rounding niggas up i'm in the parking lot if i got a record I already know if I put this on my thing, even though I'm past that and I serve my time for it, 
people is not open to all that. So I just say I that's just, just their way to get it. I just came from a way like in my head, I'm not gonna sit in somewhere and wait for somebody to give me. That's you. Something. That's you. But but it, it is fucked up if they telling their wives they finna go clocking a job that and was then a you pulling up to the parking lot, nigga. We got a problem. I'm only convicted because I tried to make a joke. <laughs> So, like, I said convicted. Joke. My joke was that. Like, hey, these niggas go and tell their family that they going to work for eight hours, but they chilling in the parking lot. That nigga laughing, texting. So, I just took a break. Yeah, he like, <laughs> I want break. A, I want break, beer, baby. A beer break. Now, that's, that's messed up. That's different. But, I don't know. I so, just know I life is hard. I don't know what they doing, what they got going so on. So, from my heart, I'm going to apologize to all the felons and all the immigrants at... Home Depot trying to get it in, but if you a bust ass nigga or a white person that just lazy, fuck you nigga, you and I might throw an egg op- at you. They'll be open to an interview, like you just walking up to them. I don't want they ass on my mic. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy, buddy, hey, what are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> Shit, sawdust hand ass off my mic. <laughs> like, buddy, no, for real. <laughs> That's funny. So you said they ass was parking lot pimping. No, for real. Um, like you gotta understand. Is it a hustle or not? All right, so Alright, so over the weekend. That's goody. The goat appeared. Who that? Fuge? Yeah. What happened? And he made a statement in one of his Now your ass <laughs> He made a statement in one of his um verses. <clears throat> Told Steve Harvey that he doesn't want his daughter. How salty do he sound? He sound like a salt packet. Like the other day, I bit into a salt packet by mistake. <laughs> Don't ask me how, but that's exactly how I imagine future ass is right now. You salty is. What's his problem? Why you gotta tell Steve Harvey on? What does that even mean? Tell Steve that Harvey on. Wanna Lori, Lori. Larry giving these niggas a run for their money if she got the goat on the beat hollering. That's not hard. Sweet to name drop every single one, but he be Who he name drop? He name dropped his current girlfriend on the same verse that he name dropped Lori Harvey on. Oh, what he said? He said, tell Dez, make him some noodles. That's how he started the verse. Then he got into spitting his salty shit. Oh, I didn't hear him. He used the salt from the Lori Harvey line to season his noodles with it. Drop this nigga. This nigga not making no That's sense. That's the first Stone Cold Stunner of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> of our YouTube he, series. Because um, there will be plenty more. I get Stone Cold Stunner on the regular. Yeah. You ever you ever got some ice cream from um, Stone Cold? It's Cold Stone. Great. But not. I get it though. He do name drop everybody, so you kind of got a point. Alright. But um, anyways, he didn't have to do that. Yeah, he didn't. Oh, have today to. is my best friend's birthday. Happy birthday, T. Era. Yeah, if y'all was watching last podcast, you know the commercial that was in the middle of the little dread interview. That was, that was my cousin. So if y'all want buy to support book. her, go and buy that book. I'm gonna put the commercial in this one. It's gonna go right here. All, All right. right. So I hope you niggas read books. And that was a book by Tiara Trinise. Her Y'all birthday is today. And she's an author, like a publisher. She got multiple books. What's the name of the book? The book is uh, Boss Up, The Boss Up. Fool Me Once, The Boss Up. Out now. www.tiaratrinise.com 
All right, so <clears throat> money making. We have a lot of different ways that we want to figure out how to make some money out here. Um, See, right now it's a business. It's a business market. We just coming from where we were to where we're going. We just right now we're focused on hey, how are we gonna pick this business up and go whatever business it is. Yeah, right now I want to expand my production. As y'all see, like we in 4K right now, Ultra HD. <laughs> Real, <laughs> recognize. Real. <laughs> Do the little baby die? <laughs> <laughs> What's the little baby? What twenty occasions? Yeah. You need to. <laughs> Listen, launch. Yo, <laughs> very important. This right here. It's the whole day. Okay. Shout out the little baby Gee, though. The that baby be been snapping. snapping. That boy be snapping. Hey, Roddy Rich, they be snapping. But all right, we here now, y'all. You've been living life. For a minute now. Definitely on this little roller coaster. Top five pizza slices. Who has the best pizza? Top five pizza places. Not in no particular order because I don't like doing that like that. It's just what I'm. No order, but no no order, but there has to be a number one. How about that? No order, but there has to be. Then I choose my number one at the top five pizza places right now. Top five Blaze Pizza. Jets, um, Steve's Pizza. Um, I like this list. This list is fire. Um, I'm missing two more Steve's Pizzas. I have to give out um the um what's his name Antonio's. Yeah, Antonio's out in L.A. with the little grill. Oh no 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 no. That's not Antonio's. That is um yeah um I I forgot your name. It's one of them. It's one of them, one of them, but he he gonna find him. We gonna put a little. We got y'all. Him, he got a grill in the back of his truck. It's like they done gutted the truck and they done put a coal fire. Elios. Elios. Eli Deli Delicios. Right. That's the end of your list, or you got one more? Wait, Elios. I got one more. All right. The best pizza. Hold on. She's a pizza back. enthusiast. Connoisseur. Memory bank. The crust. The crust is a, a crust is a, mm. a factor. I'm sauce, sorry, cheese. I cannot forget these people. Papa John's is to me has the best commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm put throw up my mouth on the video. <laughs> he just wanted to pop a deal, but okay. Um, <clears throat> to me, they got the best like hotline. I need it quick now. I'm calling Papa John's. All right. Yo, go. All right. Top five, top five. My top five pizza is one, Elio's. I'm crazy that I'm saying this. I'm putting Jets on that. Why? <laughs> Jets is fire. I'm putting Jets at number two. I'm putting Steve's at number three. And you, you put it in order? Cause yeah, I'm putting it in order. Okay, order. Go ahead. So I'm going to go throwback. Throwback. 
So if you notice, the old, the old Sabaros that used to be in the rest stop, like going to Orlando when we used to stop, that shit used to smack on another he type said of the rest stop where everybody go to fart and pee. Shit, <laughs> 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 steak. Go ahead, though. No, go, because you was over there throwing up. At Papa John's, go at the rest stop. Then. <laughs> It's a tie between and it's a tie. It's a tie between Marcos and Antonio's. Who's Antonio's? Antonio's. Oh, that's the one you told me. Yeah, I gotta take. I never. You know the big New York. Oh man, I'm tripping. The tie is a is a tie between um, Marcos and what's little buddy right there by the wing stop. JoJo's? JoJo's. JoJo's came in clutch. JoJo's got good pizza. That's Yeah. So, as y'all see, we have all the low-key food places. I'm about to start reviewing pizzas everywhere We might put the logos up here all over us so y'all can get into that. I might do that because everywhere I go, (laughs) what what, what do you get when you travel? Like, when you get off the plane, like, it don't matter where I go, I'm going to taste this. To me, one of the dishes is shrimp and grits. Like, I want to chase shrimp and grits from everybody, but I the, might start doing pizza. The shrimp and grits I got from the W Hotel downtown Atlanta. I out on that. The best shrimp and grits ever. I don't know if they were just feeling nice that day, but they got me right. Um, I don't know. Uh, what else I we got? I said wings. I said wings is the thing that I always got to get. It don't matter where I go. I need everybody wings, but the best wings are in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm not even going to eat wings outside of Atlanta like that. We like to eat food, <laughs> so we just might have another... Spin off on just food because we can talk about this all. Day. Yeah, we might want to put out some food shows. I know I'm gonna be putting out some, but I don't really too much want y'all to see me eating and shit. That's nasty to me. I don't want to eat. I want to see motherfuckers eat. I want to see know. the food. I can see like y'all I don't, don't gotta see me eat it. Just know, don't watch me eat. I be feeling like when I'm in public, people be watching me eat. But whatever you see, you see, nigga. Yeah, like nasty niggas out here eating. Whatever. On like, I'm going to eat my... One thing about it, I'm going to eat my food. You want to watch me, that's fine. Say anything, because... I don't care. Does it matter? No, it's no. not. Not to me, at least. So... I'm going to eat. We got a song. You got a song of, a pod, of the podcast? What do you mean? I got my song of the day. You got a song for this podcast? Like, a that song? goes with this podcast? I don't have no song right now. What's your favorite song right now, right now that you've been listening to? <clears throat> um, Stunner Man. Oh, she. That's Stunner Man by Birdman, Roddy Rich, and Lil Wayne. We're going to play that for Junior, Shana. Junior. Shout out to Miss Gladys. And then I got my song of the day. Go. It's Through the Fire by Shaka Khan. Y'all can play that after this episode. And. Yeah, I'm. It's going to play, but I'm just glad that we was able to get this episode out and it felt as natural as it could. And like we said, we on YouTube now. We in 4K. We started out in our Hollandale apartment. Yeah, we started out no doing... Yeah, we started off No Coffee Table podcast. Now we... It, now we're here. We're here. We got a couple endeavors to go. <clears throat> we pray for longevity. We pray for duration and strength. Grace. Keep it going. Some security. Mm-hmm. So... I'm your host, Brandon. I am AKA. Shonda Don. Oh, you was doing AKAs? I'm sorry. I ruined your AKA. Yeah, this is the Pyramids podcast. So, AKA, the Pyramids. And I'm joined by my lovely Co-ho. chocolate goddess, queen 
of the microphones. Queen of the microphones. This is Shonda Dawn. And we out. Peace. Whoa. What? How convenient is that? You found someone perfect. You found someone perfect. How easy. Had to creep through the night in the spaceship. We was running outside from the gate. Now I put a lot of ice in the face. Huh. Keep a lot of shooters in the cut cut. And I got a ride with a tug up. Huh. Give hundred rest on my brother. Huh. Pop out the check, I'm a fuck up. Give me some change, uh. I want music. Give me some change. And I got the whole hood on gone. Look at my neck, my wrist, my pinky on frog. Stunnament, stunnament, stunnament. Dip, dip down to my toe. Still pull up in the road, road. Got it for right when I drive through the hill. Niggas die real. He's a lot of fake niggas, I'ma die real. I be hanging.